So now that leads us to talking about our games that we're looking for the most in 2020. And that will conclude our best of for 2019. So, and the thing is, we actually tie a couple and we're not going to spend too much. uh, We're going to make sure we kind of keep things at a great flow. So a game that both of us are looking forward to a lot this next year, or this year in March, actually, is Ori and the Will of the Wisp. just played this game recently now you can get ori in the blind forest on other places it's not just on the xbox console even though it is a microsoft game it is from microsoft studios is one of their signature indie titles along with cuphead and ori in the blind forest was this gorgeous hand-drawn animated i don't know if i would say metroidvania maybe kind of metroidvania but it's got a lot of like fantasy elements to it and some things that are very inspiring kind of reminding me of like a old school Ubisoft game back in the day. I mean, mainly things like Rayman and all that. And it's just, it has a really adorable story, uh, very heartwarming, that's mainly told through visuals and light dialogue. But I, you can do a lot with just not even having people talk. And it was just a really cute adventure. This sequel looks like it's taking things to a very dark and disturbing tone. Because the, yeah, the whole setting is all moody. Like, Ori has to face off all these uh, really demonic monsters or really ginormous monsters. There's a big spider showing up and then there's these other creatures. Yeah, there's a lot of really moody things going on here and it looks really creepy, but very inviting too. I mean, it's definitely not going to be a horror or anything like that, I'm sure. It's very fantasy, but I'm very interested in what's going on with Ori in the sequel and how he's going to be able to face his troubles, especially what happens in the first game, which you can get on Xbox, PC, or Switch. Now, the sequel for right now, it's only on Xbox One and PC. I don't know if it's going to come on the Switch, but I hope. Definitely pre-ordered this on PC because I really loved Ori in the Blind Forest. So, definitely looking forward to that. I'm sure you are too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, one thing I absolutely love about these games is that the world looks alive. It looks like it's breathing. You know, it's... It looks like a whole organism by itself, and that's that's something that I really appreciate about it. Yeah, de- definitely that. So I think that is the only game we both tie in for both our favorites. The probably the first game that I'm looking forward to that's gonna come out before the others. Although there's this weird thing on the PSN store where it says that's coming out in March, even though the release date says January. I I don't know what's going on here, but this is the first game I'm looking for. Excuse me, we're looking forward to. Carbon-based life form, large head, but small cranial mass, also fat. Thank you, 
you for joining the Pioneer Program. Our scientists have identified several planets that may be fit for human habitation. Yours is... ER-126. and highlight objectives for you and your partner, if you have one. Now, earlier you talked about the Outer Worlds looking like... No Man's Sky? Yeah, No Man's Sky. So, and I know some people are going to look at Journey to the Savage Planet as, oh my gosh, look at this No Man's Sky knockoff. Uh, I don't think it really is like, I mean, by colors, maybe? And I guess that you scan... Yeah, I guess that you scan animals, but really, it's about you kind of being the subject of this really crazy guy uh, who is played in live action, and I really like that sort of like live action hybrid comedy going on and he you're kind of put through these tests of you know being able to survive the wildlife on your own he's just talking down to you and being a jerk while you're trying to get through his places and there is a big emphasis on platforming because you have like this jump pack you can jump around these different areas and there's like a drop in drop out two player co-op going on and, and I really like games that feel bizarre and they have these sort of like really interesting ideas and sense of humor going on so this looks like another great thing from 505 that put out Control. So maybe we can get for two for two. Typhoon Studios, I'm really crossing my fingers and hoping this is great. So that's for me. But I know both of us are big fans of Beyond Good and Evil. And you yeah. have on your list Beyond Good and Evil 2. I have some things to talk about regarding on that. But before I actually go on to Beyond Good and Evil 2, there's one thing I forgot to mention of Journey to the Savage Planet. And Ori and the Will of the Wasps. Ori and the Will, uh, Will of the Wasps, it comes out March 11th. And Journey to the Savage Planet, it comes out January 29th. So those are the release dates of those games. Where's your master? I don't deal with domesticated. Hey, the fuck? I ain't got no master. But I do have your little toy. Show me the idol. Show me the redeemer. Here you go, mate. Oh, hey, yo, 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 hand it over. I got a hot date. Don't do late. <laughs> Monkey's got a date. What? 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 That's Swiss fucking chocolate, pig. Bon appetito. Both Beyond Good and Evil 2, I have a feeling it's not going to be coming out in 2020. Yeah, it's it's a bit, you know, they said it might be 2020, but I think, honestly, it's going to be 2021. But, you know, I figured I would put it on the list anyway, because it might be, it might be 2020. Who knows? I'm hopeful. They did say that there'd be like an alpha invite. Maybe it's already happening. Yes. They're making sure, they're putting in this care that this game is working out because Beyond Good and Evil 2 has been in development hell for quite some time. Yeah, and I'm glad, by the way, that they're taking their time. I would say, take your time. Okay, I don't care if it takes to 2025. I want this game to be good. There is that problem of taking too much time because while the first Beyond Good and Evil, that came out 2003, so I guess that's why they're going with a prequel instead of a sequel. So that's fine. I 
don't know what's gonna happen to it and that's the thing is i'm kind of both excited and nervous about beyond good and evil because i uh, too because i love the first one just as you but with ubisoft they have done their whole live service thing every game they have to have all these busy works they have to be co-op and this game is going to be open world as well and it's going to have online co-op i hope it doesn't play the same traditions as Far Cry or Ghost Recon and it doesn't come out buggy. I think Ubisoft might know that they need to not do that because they pushed back the release dates of all the games that were supposed to come out in the first half of this year like Watchdog Legions and God uh, and Monsters. So I-, I have a feeling they're gonna be really careful about this but I, I hope they are so i mean i would be looking forward to it but you know last year we had ghost recon breakpoint we had was it far cry new dawn and all that so that's why i'm kind of worried about it but i mean yeah i could see how someone looked for it especially how good the first one was i just i just hope that like you said they don't focus too much on the or at least do it well the multiplayer aspect but also that they don't create this massive world with nothing in it because that would that would be such a shame you know i don't need a massive world i don't need a massive multiplayer base or anything like that i just want to be on good and evil game you know then i'll be happy about that yeah which they are spanking on it being massive they were saying that uh these these worlds are going to be big and you get to travel through them on a ship and it will have online co-op you get to create your own character and all that but like when i saw the the preview footage the combat does resemble beyond good and evil so i don't think at least they're gonna try to not pay respects to it but i hope they do and even though that they are going for a big open world that isn't isn't fi- isn't filled with the trappings of a ubisoft game and it doesn't come out rushed because they've been doing that a lot that is why i've kind of not even been buying a Ubisoft game as of lately because they've released their games out like this. Especially goes Recon Breakpoint. That would that almost destroyed their company. So yeah. But I'm I'm hopeful of it. I'm not the other game I don't know about and that that's on your list. And, and I mean I'm not saying hey you what you're wrong for being excited for this. No I get it. I don't know if it's coming out this year and I don't know what's going on with the development of it. But you have System Shock remastered. Look at you. Where are you, insect? I have reshaped these humans into virulent sculptures. That is really terrifying. <laughs> yeah. System yeah. Shock, which I played the demo of the remake that they're doing, and it was really great. The only thing is it went through weird development phases, and then they had to scrap something and, like, change it to something else. But then recently it was part of the Game Awards Festival where you can play all these upcoming indie games, uh, play their limited free demos. They had one for the new sh- System Shock, and it was the same demo as before. Although this one I wasn't able to run as well because it didn't have the setting to make it go down to fit my specs. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this game, but the release date right now is 2020. Is it going to come out? I don't know. I hope. 
because this was kickstarted. So yeah, but what is it on your top? Well, I'm just hoping that they manage to emulate some of the atmosphere of that because the original, I remember that being incredibly creepy and maybe that's because I was very, very young. But it was, for me, one of the first psychological horror games that really took that route of kind of a dystopian future. You know, the, I don't want to spoil too much, but the the, uh, the computer, the master computer that is basically messing with you, you know, that, that was just a really creepy concept to me. And I think that if they do it right, that they can emulate that very well with better graphics yeah yeah and based on the demo it seemed like it was going there like again i had nothing i have nothing but phrases for what i've seen so far of system shock remake i'm just kind of wondering what's going on with the development of it because it's been in this weird limbo but it's apparently it's coming out next year again for pc and consoles ps4 and xbox one then we have the system shock 3 which is right now only coming out on pc so there's two system shock games coming at least for this remake i i don't know where it's going but i i hope i mean i'm crossing my fingers i'm hoping it's great because i want to love it it looks like it's only a remake in name like it's capturing some of the things of the original one but also being its own thing but yeah i love system System Shock 2 uh, specifically because that took uh, the horror aspects of the first one to a whole another direction and it's a game that just screws with your head when you play it. I hope there's something like that with the uh, remake of the first. So who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's great. That's just i i don't know where it's going that's just kind of the nervous thing i have going on with it so now what other games are you looking forward to and i think for me i'm gonna go with me here uh animal crossing new horizon thank you for choosing the deserted island getaway package a laid-back relaxing time in a haven of nature awaits for you and the other folks participating in the getaway package, the time's come to get into the groove of deserted island life. It may be a deserted island, but the resident services building at its center is here to support your needs, so there's nothing to worry about. For starters, we'll provide you with a tent. Please select the spot where you'd like it set up. Oh, and there's something else. We'd like to offer you an original Nook Inc. Nook phone. The Animal Crossing was a game on the GameCube I lost so many hours to. Kind of like Nintendo's own way of The Sims, where you just have this life full with cute animals, and you're just kind of building yourself a home, doing tasks for people. It's really weird how the economy works in there, too. Like, you just pay people off with bells, and there's just not a care in the world to go on. Like, it's a really interesting fantasy to live in with uh, Animal Crossing. Although, probably the big thing I had an issue with the first Animal Crossing is that you were required to play it daily and if you did not play it in a week or two weeks the game will actually remember that you did not play the game and like people would be unsatisfied they'll be hungry and it's like holy crap so I have to play this game every day I hope that's not the new one the other thing is they're very focused on their online system which Nintendo's kind of on and off with that and I hope they make sure that works with the multiplayer in Animal Crossing uh, New Horizon 
horizons because that's a big deal with the the game is the fact of being able to visit other villagers and being able to kind of have like a almost like a an MMO experience or a simulation of just people visiting people's houses, screwing with other people, and doing all these uh, different mini games. But yeah, it looks like a really incredible time to have on the Switch. And I mean, Nintendo, whether or not the online system is going to be great, most of Nintendo's games on the Switch they've been really good. So I have no doubt that this will be great. And I'm just really looking forward to that. And a lot of my friends are looking forward to it too. So it's going to be a game where I'm just going to have a lot of. It's I'm going to be able to connect with my friends whether or not they're nearby me. So it's going to be a really great experience. Now for you, I think your last one that we haven't gone through yet is Final Fantasy VII. Look, I'm involved in things. Dangerous things. So? So keep your distance. What was his name again? Cloud. Cloud Strife. This is a one-time gig. When it's done, we're done. Come on, nobody do something this crazy just for money. You gonna stand there and pretend you can't hear the player crying out in pain? I know you can! Yeah. <laughs> now this would have been on my top favorites. I mean, not top favorites. The top most anticipated because I really love the mainline Final Fantasy games, or at least most of them. And I mean, there's some things that I think don't hold up about the old Final Fantasy VII. I hope they fix in this one, which looks like this Final Fantasy remake is just kind of like Resident Evil 2. It's something that's paying homage and respect to the original source material, also kind of you know fitting the newcomers too. And I, I think that's really great. And I know there's some old OG fans upset at that because they wanted the game to just be a complete straightforward exactly like the old game but just with better graphics I, I don't really want that so the reason why it doesn't make my uh, most anticipated games at, at the moment is because one the number one on my worst of is also from Square Enix so yeah I'm kind of hoping and I'm, we're going to get to that game when we get to our worst of list. But I'm hoping they don't do what they did with this game to Final Fantasy. And also teasing this demo that's going to be available on PSN stores. This free demo uh, of the upcoming game. It hasn't really come out yet. I don't know when it will. But I, I kind of wanted to play that demo so I kind of get a good... Maybe first impression gra first impressions grasp of what the full game might be. Yeah, when that demo comes, I'll write my first impressions. So that's why I kind of want to hold back on Final Fantasy VII. Why are you looking forward to it? Well, as of re recently, I've gone on a bit of a Final Fantasy binge. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX again. And it just really made me appreciate the games on a different level as when I did when I was younger. And it just really seems cool to see how they're going to make certain decisions. Like what you're saying, I don't want an exact remake. I, I want them to make decisions based on what they think think would make a good game and not necessarily a direct copy um yeah so i'm really curious about how they're going to go about that the one thing that i am hoping for though is that they are keeping the combat system a bit more traditional because that's one thing that i really appreciated it about the about final fantasy 7 well that's what people were upset about is because the combat in final fantasy 7 it's kind of going instead of doing straight traditional it's kind of going in between of action and then traditional like 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm really curious how that's going to play, you know, how that's going to work out. So you have the option to basically halt things in time and then each character has their list of actions and you can kind of have that play out like Final Fantasy, the old one, or you could do it in full motion and then play it out like an action game. Uh, what, what the, I mean, heavy on RPG elements, of course. I mean, this is still straightforward RPG. But yeah, that's what people said about because the combat system is different than the original one, uh, which... I. I don't care. And the other thing is the fact that this is split up into two, I mean, like, almost like a trilogy of games instead of just one. I think the communication is a little mishandled on how they uh, describe episodic, because that's saying, okay, is the game going to be just a couple hours long, or is it going to be just uh, five hours long? But really what they mean to say is that what they was what were saying by, like, it's going to be split up into different parts is because... They wanted to explore different things that they didn't get to do in the original game. So, things to an RA store, which I am very curious about. I think it is really interesting. I am hoping it is a full-fledged game, which they are saying it is. Like, it's going to be in two discs, so... Okay. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. Just, I'm, I'm holding back for that demo, and then plus, on my worst of list is a game from Square Enix, which we'll get to, but... So, on my last one for most anticipated games of next year is Cyberpunk. want the money you got the chip all right start her up bug why don't you go to the bathroom wash up we gonna be with you in a minute there is a thing with some of these games how they're portraying black characters it's like oh man my man oh buddy okay that's a little much yeah the, the dialogue's kind of cheesy but i think not in out of the realm of what games like deus ex or all that oh yeah wait one more thing i need to add about those other two games so yeah animal crossing new leaf comes out march 20 and final fantasy 7 comes out march 3rd but those are games that a lot of people are looking forward to so i mean you know what the release date is and this one comes out april 16th and it's a kind of a really new thing for for C- uh, CD Projekt Red, which I never got to play or never got around to play the Witcher series, which is now a very popular thing on Netflix, although the Netflix series is kind of not paying attention to the game, so it's like, okay, so does the games matter? It's based on the books. They're saying, yeah, screw the games, it's all about the books. That's why I'm kind of introducing myself to CD Projekt Red with this. And not only that, but it is a game that is really making Keanu Reeves excited and happy. Like, he is so happy to be starring in a game. Like, he's supposed to be your main companion character throughout the story, which, you know, a lot of people love Keanu Reeves, even, and to see him have fun with this, I think that would be really cool. You know, yeah, he is, his acting is kind of, yeah, but I, I'm looking forward to it because, well, for one, I really enjoy games like Deus Ex, where it's just kind of a RPG of 
noir action shooter and this one's kind of like that but based off of a board game so it's really interesting to see what they explore with that and there is in this game is massive so i'm interested to see what they do with this it's a new direction for cd product red and it could be something amazing and i heard witcher 3 was amazing so which is now on the switch too and that's kind of really interesting uh, the other thing is there's going to be multiplayer later on with this game which i don't think is necessary to kind of pile on multiplayer out of a big game but they got something going on then okay but i am looking forward to it yeah definitely me too it looks like an it looks like an awesome game i just sort of forgot about it already i heard so much about it this year but yeah because there was so much hype going on about it and now it has a release date april 16th it's the the second weekend of April, so coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So there's that. That is our best of list. We went through a lot of games, but that's why I'm also going to put each and one of them on the description. So if you missed out on what we talked about, then or at least you didn't pay attention to the name of it or well, what have you, I've got the links to all of our favorites, so you can try them out. It'll be on the description of the SoundCloud upload. But again, thank you so much, Joy, and we will also be right back with our worst of list if you want to stay around with that because we will definitely entertain either or either way but this has been a good year with video games this past year 2019 so we're hoping 2020 especially with the new consoles coming in that's why i didn't mention uh, uh the last of us part two or uh, or the samurai game that i'm looking forward to from sucker punch because sony in general they kind of fit under one thing of what they're coming out with uh, this year between their two big exclusives and then the all the curiosity going on with the PlayStation 5 which that's going to be really big when it hits uh, at the end of this year so yeah so again always always grateful to have you with me Joyce you can find us Pons Presses Pons Press Facebook.com slash Press Pons Press this is Facebook Pons Press Instagram Pons Press and at ChasePon64 philox76 at gmail.com philk76 at gmail.com and the website is PonsPress.wordspress.com and you can find Level Joy on YouTube and Twitter, right? Or you have any other places? Uh, YouTube and Twitter mostly. I also got a Facebook, but I'm mostly active on YouTube and Twitter. That is great. So we will take a break and then we'll be back with our worst of. <laughs> 